0: Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is November 6 2023, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. Great to be back with you today on another great episode of the All Rookie Podcast. This week we're gonna go over the top rookies for week two thus far in this great 2023-2024 NBA season. Now this season has been a little bit better than la- oh, this week has been a little bit better than last week. You know, last week only 14 14- Rookies were averaging over five points per game. This second week, now we have 17 rookies. Last week, only 24 rookies had even scored one point. As of week two, now we have 39 rookies have scored at least one point. So we see more rookies are getting on the court, getting more opportunity. That's going to happen with developmental time and that's going to happen with injuries. So when regular players, uh, veterans started getting injured or needing rest, that's a time to throw rookies in there when there are blowouts, which there have been a lot of a lot of those. That's when those rookies get thrown into the game. So there that's the positive news. You know, so more rookies are playing again, more minutes. The negative is we've had three major injuries to our rookies this week, uh, starting with Jarris Walker. His is more of a respiratory infection. So that's an illness, but it has him day to day. So he's missing time right now, but he should be all right. Scoot Henderson is out with an ankle sprain, could be multiple weeks. So that's unfortunate. You know, he's having a kind of a rough start to his rookie season. We, everyone wanted to see him dominating from day one, just like Victor and Osar Thompson. But thus far, Scoot has started off at a slower pace and now he's set back with an ankle injury. You could say the same thing for Amen Thompson. He was able to show some flashes. But he received an ankle sprain as well this week, so he's out for a few weeks as well. So, you know, they both got hurt in the summer league, too, with an ankle, so that's interesting. But hopefully those two young men will get back on the court really soon. But for now, let's get into the top rookies thus far of week two in the NBA season. Now, we're going to start with number one, of course, it's always, Victor Wimbenyama. And I just want to go over some of his games this week. You know, he has had his career high and his early <laughs> career high. You know, he's only played six games thus far. But his game before last, he had a huge game with 38 points, 10 rebounds, and two blocks. Now, that's, that's think about what I said, 38 and 10 with two blocks. He also had a steal in that game. So he did it all against his idol, Kevin Durant. You know, they played him back to back. First game, he played played pretty well at 18 and 8. Second game in the back to back, 38 and 10. That's just outrageous. I mean, you know, before that, he kind of had a down game where he had 11 points and five boards, but that was in week one. But he definitely bounced back with the 18 and 8. And in that game, he had four blocks. And then the 38 and 10 with two blocks. And then most recently, on Sunday, he had a 20.9 rebound, four assists, and five block game. So Victor Wamiyama has met and exceeded everyone's expectations so far. I don't know if a rookie's had this many uh, expectations on him since LeBron James. You know, people are going crazy with Victor mania right now, saying he's a better prospect than LeBron, a better this, a better that. There's no need for that. You know, um, let Victor be Victor. He's off to an incredible start. His height, length, athleticism is unprecedented. And he's doing everything we want to see. No need to, you know, tear other players down or build anybody up more than they need to. Let's let it play out. Let's enjoy the amazingness. To me, I didn't think uh, such an athlete Freak of nature would be able to hold up in the NBA, being that size, moving that much, playing like a guard. But thus far, he's impressed me. I mean, he's been the best rookie thus far. So, you know, you can have an opinion, but if a guy proves you wrong, what can you do? I mean, <laughs> a Victor Wimbiama, you know, I'm sorry, <laughs> but no, he's playing great. You know, I thought he would be the third best prospect coming into this class, and it's clear. He's coming for that number one spot. Let's say that it's a long season though. So I still believe in Osar. I mean, amen and scoop, but Victor is off to a giant head start. Uh, and you know, he's averaging 20 points per game in the first week. It was 15. Now he's jumped that average up to 20 points and is at eight rebounds. So you love to see it. Next, we have Osar Thompson. Osar is killing it for Detroit in all aspects, you know. He's uh, averaging 11 points per game. That's going to go up to around 12 points per game and uh, five rebounds. No, nine rebounds, excuse me, and four assists and two blocks per game. This is a six, seven guard slash four with nine rebounds. He's still the leading rebounder of all rookies, and he shouldn't be. <laughs> I mean, even if you're including Chet Holmgren and Victor Wimayama, he's averaging more rebounds than those seven footers. So, Osar Thompson is just a magnet to the ball. And this week, he's had some dominant performances. He had his first double-double. He had a 15.10 rebound game with three blocks. He had a 16, two 16-7 games. One of those games, he has five assists. One, he had two steals. In his last game, almost a double-double with 14 points, nine boards. But he filled up everything else with four assists, four steals, and four blocks. That is insane. So, Osar Thompson, another player, I was not as high on because I was super high on his brother. Him and his brother can kind of do the same thing, but his brother was also a point guard, so that just was like uh, incredible. He's gonna be doing what Osar is doing, <laughs> but with the more exists, you know. But um, a man is stuck behind Fred VanVleet, and like I said, now he has a ankle injury. Osar was supposed to be coming off the bench, but there's an injury to Bogdanovich in Detroit that's allowed him to play uh, around 30 minutes per game, and he's killing it for Detroit. And the fact that he can do everything for them is going to keep him on the court. So I'm loving what he's doing. Super impressed by Asar Thompson as well. Next, number three, we have Brandon Miller, and he's playing very well for the Hornets. Very happy for him. Because a lot of North Carolina were not happy about that draft pick. You know, <laughs> excuse me. He's averaging around 13 points per game. This week, he had a his best game of the season: 22 points and nine boards and one block against the Brooklyn Nets. So almost a double double. That's great. You know, 22 and nine. His next three games, he kind of dipped down a little bit with 10 and five, 10 and three, and seven and one. So he's still working on it, still a work in progress, but I'm loving what I'm seeing from, um, from Brandon Miller. Um, and you know, those rebounds are looking good, averaging five rebounds per game, uh, two assists, almost a half block, well, a half block per game. So Brandon Miller is doing well for the Charlotte Hornets. Next, we have Derek Lively. Derek Lively is doing great for the Uh, Dallas Mavericks. Screen wants to mess up right there. Yes. Okay. Derek Lively. Another player I wasn't as high on. Thought he was too skinny. Thought he was not ready. He averaged five points and five boards at Duke. So what's he going to do in the NBA? Of course he comes through and is playing amazing. So (laughs) you got to, I mean, what can you do? It's a lot of projecting a lot of players that should do well don't and that should not do. So I mean it's it's a crapshoot. shoot. We do the best we can. He's averaging around eight and a half points per game and seven boards per game and a block per game. In his week two, he had a game where he struggled with minutes in the first one, 13 minutes, 2.6 uh rebounds. Next game, seven points 13 rebounds, six assists. That's amazing. Two steals and a block. That was an incredible game. Next game, drop back down again. Four points, four boards. Next game, a big double-double. 15 points, 14 boards, and a block against the Hornets. So it's good to see Derek Lively uh, getting out there. You could tell his matchup dependent because he's had two games under 20 minutes. But everything else, pretty solid minutes for the Mavs. And he's going out there, being the helper that Luka needs, being a defensive presence and a lob threat. At all times. Now next we have a bit of surprise. Marcus Sasser. Two incredible back-to-back games. I had to move him up to number five. In week two's performances for rookies. Marcus Sasser. First two games of the week. Six points. Eight points and six assists. Which is good. Eight points. Six assists and four steals. I didn't even notice that. That's an incredible game too. So those three games in a row. Incredible. Eight points. Six assists. Four steals, but then he really turned it on, ramped it up. Jaden Ivey is a little bit hurt right now, that is helping. But he had 19 points, three assists, and a steal against the Pelicans, and then he followed that up with a 22 point performance with three boards and four assists. So Marcus Sasser coming out of nowhere, lighting it up for the Pistons once again. That's another rookie for the Pistons. They nailed this draft, you know. And this is, has uh, Marcus Sasser averaging more than seven points per game uh, right now for the season when before he was averaging around four or five. Um, so, uh, and the numbers aren't exactly updated. It's probably around eight or nine right now he's averaging because of these this 22-point performance. So, now this is a guy I had a huge confidence in, loved his talent in college. I thought he could have came out last year. This year he comes out, goes to Detroit. It's a crowded backfield. It's like, ah, man, well, he's not going to get many minutes. He's going to be in the G League. But, no, he's been forced in the action, and he's played since day one. You know, the, the first game for the Pistons in the season, he played 10 minutes. So that was unexpected. Very pleasantly surprised, and he has not disappointed at all. So Marcus Sasser moving up to number five on the list. Next, we have Keontae George, the youngster for Utah Jazz. He had a solid week. He's being solid all season. You know, uh, a lot of people are expecting his climb to shoot up to the moon, but it's going to be a steady rise, it appears. You know, the first game of the week was not good, three points, two assists. But after that, nine points, three assists, six points, three assists, eight points, four assists. So, He's hanging around in there, and his minutes are fluctuating. Sometimes it's 19, sometimes it's 25, and then 19 and 27. So uh, if he gets a consistent role with the Jazz, that would be great. But so far, nothing like Marcus Sasser with the boom, 22 points, but he's just staying consistent all season. Every game, he's had a good scoring game, over, uh, mainly over eight points, except for two games out of the seven. So next, we're moving on to Jordan Hawkins. This is a bit of a surprise as well, but this is because the Pelicans have been having some injuries of late, and that's allowed Jordan Hawkins to get in the game. Another player, I, was, I mean, he was a senior, won the championship, NBA ready, <coughs> but he went to a team loaded with talent. So it's like he's not going to get any minutes. They didn't even play Trey Murphy hardly any minutes his first year. Coincidentally, Trey Murphy is out right now. But Jordan Hawkins in the first game of the week, 14 points, 5 boards, 2 steals. 10, 6, 4 assists, 2 steals. Third game, not much with six points. <clears throat> and the most recent game, 15 points, 5 boards, and 1 steal. So that's a heck of a week. Heck of a week for Jordan Hawkins. He had that one game lumped in there, but it's great to see him getting minutes. That he, I'm sure, wasn't uh, expecting to get himself. But he has came in and shown why he got those minutes, you know. And he has done everything he needs to to show that he can continue to get minutes during the season. This is only going to help him for later on. Because I do not think he was supposed to be out here now. So he's kind of been thrown into the fire. And later in the season, it could help the Pelicans if they stay healthy. Um, And they just had an injury to CJ McCollum punctured his lung. But that's going to remain minutes for Jordan Hawkins throughout the season. <clears throat> Next, we have Anthony Black. Anthony Black, super s- slow start to the season. First game, played play four minutes. That's it. Second game, DMP. Third game, DMP. Uh-huh. Fourth game, three minutes. But the last two games, he's been able to get in there and play well for the Orlando Magic. He had 9 points, 3 boards, and 2 steals in his first game of real action. Next game, 11 points, 4 boards, 2 assists, and 1 steal. And he really showed some things against the Lakers. <clears throat> really good to see him getting minutes. He was a six pick in the draft. It's only right that he gets minutes out there on the court. So I expect next week, Anthony Black could probably be moving up this list into the top 5. <clears throat> Now we mentioned school Henderson had two games with 11 points but he got injured so it's not much after that to mention but he is number 9 cuz he had two points at two games with 11 points and last but not least we have Bilal Koulibaly. First week not much at all. He played 23 minutes and had three assists, four boards, three points. It's a bit disappointing but he played well defensively. Second game, 14 minutes, base, barely basically no stats. But this second week is the week where it took off for him. First game, nine points, five boards, and two blocks. You love that. Second game, five points, three boards, three assists, three steals. Love those three steals. Most recent game, nine points, three boards, three assists. So Bilal Kulabali, his minutes are trending up. And he averaged around 23 minutes per game in week two. And his stats are in production are ramping up. So it depends on how they're going to do things. Some of these games have been blowouts. The Wizards are not a good team at all. But that gives you opportunity to play the youngsters. You know, a lot of these youngsters are doing well. I mean, they have older guys as well, like Bilal Koulibaly, um, the backup point guard. I can't think of his name right now. But <clears throat> the way this season is going, they need to play the youngsters. Play Patrick Baldwin. Play Ryan Rollins. Let Jordan Poole and Kuzma do their thing and Daniel Gafford. But... The Wizards are kind of a dumpster fire right now. Hopefully that won't hurt Bilal Koulibaly's production and, uh, you know, growth. Hopefully that'll get him experience he needs and he'll be better for it next season. So those are the top 10 rookies for week two. But I do have some honorable mention players that have played very well in week two. And I have to mention Jaime Jaquez has some good performances. Tamani Kamara has been solid. And Trace Jackson Davis, I have to give a shout out to Trace Jackson Davis, one of the last picks in the draft. I had him projected to be a first round pick near the end of the first. He went to the end of the second. I mean, he was barely drafted. It was a travesty, honestly. But in week two, he got to play 19 minutes, his first game of real minutes. And he had 13 points, nine boards and four blocks. That is incredible production from a rookie that was barely drafted. He should be in the G League at the position he's drafted. not even sniffing an NBA court, but he was able to play, and he showed out. Not just 13 points, but four blocks. That's crazy. And then he had two DMPs after that, so that sucks. But the most recent game, he got in for 11 minutes and had five points, four boards, a steal, and a block. So Trace Jackson-Davis is a guy you can look out for. Draymond Green just got hurt recently in the last game, it's possible you can see him get some more minutes coming up in the future. So those are my top standout rookies for week two. You know, some other players did solid. You know, it was good to see them getting minutes. Craig Porter Jr. deserves a shout out for the Cavs. He was undrafted. Came in and played a few games when Darius Garland was hurt and really showed that he belongs. Um, He's back to DMPs right now, but Craig Porter Jr. deserves a shout out. Imani Bates deserves a shout out. He had a nice nine-point game in week 2 and other than that you know the rookies are just progressing and trying to continue to develop Kobe Brown starting to get on the court do some things uh Kobe Jones might get some minutes for Sacramento with De'Aaron Fox hurt so we'll be back with you and checking out week 3 I'll let you know what the rookies are doing again and I mean it's been a fun season already Hope you enjoyed it. These are your top 10 rookies for week two. You want to hear them again. Victor Wimbayama, Osar Thompson, Brandon Miller, Derek Lively, Marcus Sasser, Keontae George, Jordan Hawkins, Anthony Black, Scoot Henderson, get well soon, and Bilal Bali. Until next time, I'm out of here. Like, subscribe, rate, review, all the good stuff. I'm out of here. Peace.